let me ask you a very straightforward question. How bad must it get before American patriots say no more and decide to take back their country by force? By the force that was actually authorized under the Constitution, which reads, quote, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, end quote. What would it take to initiate an honest-to-goodness, all-out Second Amendment surge? This is a question that I've actually never even thought of until the past year, because ahead of the Second Amendment is the First Amendment, which is the right to free speech. If the First Amendment is not infringed upon, then it's very unlikely that the Second Amendment would even be thought of or required. But in the last year, as you know, things have changed drastically. We now are being deprived in many ways of at least portions of our free speech. We have been limited on social platforms. We must now be careful what we say and how we say it, lest we somehow offend a certain group of people in America who appear to me to be hypersensitive. But let's go beyond that. Is it even possible that it could be carried out in modern times? Could we actually truly institute a Second Amendment surge? I mean, think about the thousands and thousands of obstacles that that would entail. Who would sound the bugle call? And how would we organize? Who would lead us into battle? And how would it actually play out? And perhaps the biggest question of all, would you join the fight? You're listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud talk radio, a place where God is honored, where truth is esteemed, and acts of kindness, goodness, and courage are strongly promoted. Today, I will talk about a critical topic that most people are frankly afraid to discuss, a Second Amendment scenario. Now, if you have ever read George Washington's farewell address, he emphasizes a few very critical points in that address that he considered to be essential to maintaining the integrity of the union, and that is to protect the Constitution. He gave us a lot of encouragement and a few very important warnings, particularly pertaining to domestic affairs and our alliances with other nations. And another highly emphasized uh, point that he discussed in the, in the sense of warning us was that parties seem to seek their own. And political parties, he said, are something that we should be very cautious about allowing and about uh, allowing to become 
unbalanced because if they become unbalanced, then the dominant party will likely have its way. And when that happens, then we have division. And America, of course, is now more divided than ever before in history. We are polarized. And these are not small issues. These are actual issues of freedom that we are dividing upon. Issues like uh, free republic versus socialism versus uh, tyrannical rule by Marxist governors and other leaders. Each party seeks to prevail and the winner usually becomes a despot, a tyrant, a dictator. We must understand that despotism has no boundaries with regard to the inhuman atrocities it is willing to commit to maintain power. And despotism or tyranny always leads to insurrection and violence because the people will only take it for so long. And I'm in the state of mind now that I fear that this will soon happen. At least it could happen. I don't usually share things uh, like dreams except with one person, my wife, but I have to share a dream that I had the other night. I was invited along with some other conservatives to a meeting with some rather dark politicians. They were gathered around a very long uh, oblong table with a coffin-shaped cauldron on the table and a stew brewing. And some very special conservative guests had been invited to the meal. And as they sat down to partake, they were advised by those dark politicians, we've developed a taste for human soup. Would anybody like to volunteer? Uh, that was an interesting dream. I shared it with my wife and I thought, what is going through my mind? You see, the purpose of dreams are to sort out things that we wrestle with. And uh, when we are in conflict, we will oftentimes have dreams and they can be expressed in very bizarre ways. Uh, long ago, God once spoke to his prophets through dreams but not so any longer. You might think so, but there's no way we could affirm that. But dreams can still inspire us and motivate us to action. How long, however, before this dream takes on real meaning? Don't think that such an atrocity is beyond happening even in our modern world. I mean, look around you. Look at what has been happening in America. Go back a year, go back three years, five years, 10 years, a couple of decades. What have we seen? Well, for one thing, we have seen an increase in taxation as never before. They are taking your money and it's not for your good. And notice that with increased taxation, we seem to have a decrease in representation. We have no say as to where that money goes. 
if you are against abortion, against infanticide, against planned parenthood in such organizations, you have no say in funding those organizations through your taxes. That's called lack of representation. The taxation is simply money to feed the fat faces of congressmen. Think of Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Bernie Sanders, people who have done very little as far as work. I don't think Bernie Sanders ever held a bona fide job in his life outside of being a politician, but look at how filthy rich he has become. Where do they get this money from? A good part of it is from taxation. Taxation provides money to support the myth of global warming and cooling change whatever they want to call it. One day it's warming, the next day it's cooling. They finally realized that their theory was being disputed by the god of weather, and all of a sudden it has to be global change. But our taxation, our money is funding that. Our taxes, our hard-earned money goes to taxes to provide for the health and welfare of those who unlawfully enter our country. And whereas you and I work hard for benefits, those who violate our law of the land and enter those borders without approval, illegally, they are fully supported by your tax dollars and mine. There's money in taxation to support the global agenda so that you too can become a feudal peasant. And that game is in the making. It has been planned. Look at what's happening. We've had lockdowns. What did the lockdowns do? Did they somehow deter the virus from spreading? No. What they did was they took your businesses and destroyed you financially. They kept you away from your friends and your family. Small business closures occurred by the thousands and thousands across America, while the large corporate giants thrived because they have a special seat in the ministry of supporting a rogue government. No, there were no holidays. There were to be no birthday parties, no large family gatherings for any cause, no fun times with friends. Look at the elderly abuse. Think of this. The elders were locked down in their nursing homes in their so-called, oxymoronically called care facilities and they were isolated, they were essentially put into uh, solitary confinement, supposedly for their health, while at the same time, hardcore criminals, dangerous criminals were being released into the public for their health. Hello, is anybody awake here? Does that make any sense at all? Think about those elderly people being abused in the care homes. They were restricted from seeing their families. I had in my practice a few spouses who were both in care homes and who had not seen their own spouse in those facilities for over six months. They were separated 
because of the so-called threat of coronavirus. However, the staff who took care of them, who removed their masks to speak and communicate with them, went home every night and contacted whomever they pleased and returned after contacting all those people and then had contact with the elderly in the care facilities, but a husband and wife in the same care facility could not have any contact with each other whatsoever. So much for the lockdowns. Look what is happening in America. What did they do? They took away our education. They're taking our kids' rights to an education away from them. With the false uh, insinuation that online schooling could be even better, more effective. Oh, really? Well, online schooling might work for some, for a few, but for most kids, it is devastating. Where are they ever to learn social skills if they are not learning it through interaction with other children in a social setting? Well, social skills, there's no need, right? After all, they are locked down. They are locked out of their schools. Yes, look what's happening in America. What about the mask? They are taking your identity from you and you're allowing them to do it, all you who wear masks. Facial expression is suddenly gone. You have been isolated. You're much less apt to say hello to a neighbor or to a passerby if you are wearing a mask. Yes, tyranny does need to be unmasked. Yes, and what's the latest? Look at what's happening. Vaccines. They're actually taking your body now. They are bribing people. They are actually bribing people and giving soft threats so that people will get their vaccinations. Can you think of a time when vaccines were so pushed as they are now? Do you really think that these COVID vaccines are voluntary? Just wait a little longer. And if you think they're so good for you, just wait a little longer. Let the real evidence be collected. Let the real data and the real science speak as it will. Yes, because of the vaccines, in fact, we are all already seeing Jim Crow returning, such as to our baseball stadiums, where there is now a vaccinated section and an unvaccinated section. If you really want to learn about the harmful effects of the COVID vaccine, go to the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, or VAERS. Just look at the COVID vaccine data compared to the influenza or flu vaccine data. Quite a drastic difference, and we are only seeing the beginning of adverse effects and deaths. Yes, your body is now a target for government experimentation. Remember, the vaccine has side effects that are not being announced because of our censorship, because of the threat to the First Amendment, you are being deprived in education on vaccines. Those side effects include reproductive problems, lethality issues, even people are dying from this vaccine more so than any other vaccine in history that we have had. 
there is question of spike proteins being infectious, actually causing others to become ill because of one who has received the vaccine. There is also a potential of a subviral particle known as prions, the maker of mad cow disease, if you will, and that could possibly be spread through these vaccines. The question to ask is, is this intentional? Was this a part of the pandemic? Yes, in fact, if you go to Oregon, where I am so blessed to live, our Marxist governor, Kate Brown, has instituted the Oregon lottery, the, quote, take your shot Oregon, quote, campaign. And Kate Brown will now offer a series of prizes ranging from $10,000 to $1 million for vaccine recipients. Yes, Governor Kate Brown announced on May 21st that you may win a prize if you've received at least one COVID vaccine. Do you remember the movie, The Hunger Games, where they had the lottery system to determine who would fight for survival? Well, let me suggest that tyrants such as Kate Brown are very likely candidates to initiate such a lottery system. Her agenda is evil and many other government officials would gladly join her. Do you think this is far-fetched? I don't. Not when leaders all of a sudden believe that life is cheap. Anything can happen. Yes, look around you at your world. Have you noticed that your movement has been restricted? They are taking your travel from you and your access to certain buildings unless you submit to their mandates. But what happens when food procurement becomes restricted? When they tell you that if you are not vaccinated and have proof of that vaccine, you cannot access food stores. Well, right now, some food stores have delivery ser services or curbside pickups. But if they take those away, then what? What happens if a global cashless currency becomes available and becomes your only option? And what if they restrict your access unless you take the vaccine or otherwise comply? Because I guarantee you there will be other forthcoming restrictions. Yes, just look around you anywhere and try to get online and make a statement, a truthful statement, and you will soon discover the reality of censorship. Yes, they're taking your voice and your free speech. And when they take your free speech, they do it with one single purpose, and that is to hide the truth. And they're doing a good job of it. Censorship has become rampant. Think about it. Our own president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, was censored. How could this be allowed? This is a most blatant violation of the First Amendment that we have ever seen. Do you want more? Okay, look further around you. Look at voter fraud. They are taking away the power of your vote. 
that power to vote ranges from local school policy all the way up to electing the most powerful leader in the world. And they are taking it from you because of the voter and election fraud that we have seen. And that is absolutely proving out to have happened. Only the tip of the iceberg has been uncovered so far. But yes, it is very likely very widespread. I guarantee you it happens in Oregon at every level. Besides voter fraud, what next? Well, the Oregon schools recently uh, had a vote on whether or not to open the schools. And we just discovered that the advocates for opening the schools for the children those voters were told that their signatures did not match and the ballots were returned to them. They didn't even count. They are taking away the power of your vote. What will happen at the next presidential election? Think about that. If we do not rectify this system of corruption, who will be the next president? Who will solve the problem of voter fraud and election fraud? Well, look further. Church closures, they're taking away your right to religious worship. Many, many preachers have been fined, censored, their churches closed. Yes, Christianity. Christianity is under attack as never before in America. And so it goes in every socialist, Marxist, communist country in the world. Every dictatorship suppresses Christianity and religion in general. They are also taking away your health care. They have taken away your medicine and treatment options for COVID. You saw it. Where all of a sudden, every medication that was discovered to be of some benefit and possibly of some great benefit to treat COVID infections early, they were no longer available. The drugs were removed and all of a sudden there were all kinds of negative articles to tell you that those drugs had no indication to treat COVID, coronavirus. They, there were no randomized controlled trials, said Fauci, regarding uh, hydroxychloroquine for the treatment of COVID. Well, that is a true statement, but it does not mean that it doesn't work. Remember, there are no randomized controlled trials that show any benefit whatsoever to wearing a mask to prevent the spread of viral infection. And what did Anthony Fauci say about that? Yes, flip-flop Fauci is a fraud. You see, the cost of medicine has skyrocketed despite us having some very cheap generic medications that cost almost, almost nothing to produce. And healthcare was taken from many, many people as soon as Obamacare was instituted. Obamacare is a system that offers anything but care. It has been devastating to the medical field and to healthcare for the masses in the United States of America. 
This kind of restriction of the First Amendment and restrictions on our freedom does very, very strongly suggest that we are in crisis, that we are being threatened to have our freedom in every way taken from us. There are governors across our land and senators and congressmen who would love to deprive you of every freedom that you have known throughout your life. Open your eyes, look what is happening, and think about what George Washington said in his farewell address. If you have never read the entirety of that address, please do, because his warnings are proving to be most insightful. They are words of wisdom, and wisdom was known by the first president of the United States because he was a godly man, because he was a man who had a moral code and an ethic that he refused to compromise to the best of his ability. And he said, beware of political parties. The political parties in America right now Look at them. Are you a Democrat? Are you a Republican? And just what does that mean? Because your average Democrat now is not a Democrat. They are either socialists, fascists, Marxists, or communists. They are anything but freedom-loving people. They aim to control you and I. Look at the Republican Party. There is the so-called old and new Republican Party. There is, has been an attempt to introduce the Donald Trump Party. But what is Donald Trump really espousing? Well, from all I can see, he seems to me to be pushing for a back-to-the-Constitution movement, a back-to-God movement. My personal feelings are that Donald Trump has been on a spiritual journey. Yes, he, like every human being in the world, is a tainted individual with a sordid past to some extent. But early on, the heart and soul of a man is manifested by what he does. And Donald Trump has proven without any doubt that he is a true God-fearing, America-loving patriot. He has done good in this world, and everything good, every good gift, every good deed ultimately comes from God. So perhaps we ought to listen to our first president when he said, beware of the parties, because they will divide if they become too powerful. We must never, never allow that to happen. Because in the day that we do, we have just handed over our freedom on the platter, which will lead us to slavery. We must never, never allow that to happen. So with these thoughts in mind, let me ask you, 
Do we actually have a second amendment scenario developing? Is the storm brewing? Do you think that when they are taking away our first amendment, that possibly our second amendment is being violated possibly, or um, would we have an opportunity to possibly consider the option of a second amendment surge? That is a very disconcerting question for a lot of people. People uh, are oftentimes afraid of violence, afraid of war, afraid of guns, and they will yield and submit willingly to they will relinquish a great deal of their freedoms just to keep the peace. And that, I guess, is the ultimate question that we each have to ask ourselves. How far will we go in the loss of our freedoms, in the lack of ability to make choices about our lives, because that's what freedom is, how far will we allow them to infringe upon our rights and still call ourselves Americans? Will there be a time when a Second Amendment scenario will culminate to the point that we actually decide that perhaps now is a time to act? Possibly so. We need to take a short break. This is Unity Without Compromise on America Out Loud Talk Radio with your host, Steve Latour. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Because of COVID-19, the average American worries about their immune health four times a day. That's 112 times per year. To minimize the worries, leading nutritional supplement company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost, an immune supplement that contains 15 full doses of science-backed nutrients like vitamin C, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea, all in a one-a-day pill-free gel pack. It tastes great, is convenient on the go, and it's more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Supporting a strong and resilient immune system can be simple. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Immune Super Boost. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. The America Out Loud family is comprised of patriots in the true sense of the word. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty and the Constitution to help save America for future generations to come. AmericaOutloud.com It's a fight for the soul of humanity. And welcome back. This is Unity Without Compromise with Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Talk Radio. 
I've been talking today about what it would take to cause a Second Amendment call to action. Yes, we have been headed down this winding highway to a place called hell, and it is getting hotter. Your government is not just asking you to give up your freedoms, but it is now telling you how you must do it in detail. It is telling you what exactly you must do to get along. You know, if you don't, there are going to be consequences. You are not going to be allowed in the good seating of the baseball stadiums. You are not going to be allowed into any federal buildings, or you will not be allowed to take a nice, relaxing train ride to your destination. And air travel without a mask is simply not in the cards for Americans. So say your leaders of this country. And we are talking about a time when we say, I've had enough. No more will I tolerate this. And if you're one of those people who've been thinking along those lines, you have to realize that your government founding fathers, the fathers who of this country gave us an option that has never, ever been offered to any other country in the world. Think about that. What is the Second Amendment? It is actually a clause to allow the overthrow of the government. And that very clause was instituted by the government. Do you think there's any other country in the world that has a government like the United States of America? Absolutely not. Think again if you do. But right now, there is a strong faction of government that is doing all it can to take away your freedom. And if you don't see it, you are completely blind. And if you don't see that this is escalating further and further, then you're very naive. Because when people are not challenged in the pursuit of evil, they will become ever more evil. And you can count on that happening. They are sapping the life right out of us. They are breaking the American spirit. Every one of you who yields to the so-called mandates and rules and guidelines that violate our constitution and that violate actual good science, you are contributing to the demise of your country. Please don't do that. Still, there are millions of people that actually are not aware of this fact. And that is most likely because of the censorship that we are now facing because of the church closures where we are not being fed spiritual food. And even because of poor health care, many of you have been frightened into submission simply because you were not afforded the opportunity for early treatment of your own COVID infection. Now, I want to remind you that as a physician, I treated a fair number 
of COVID positive patients who had a full blown syndrome and not a single patient went to the hospital or to the emergency department. Not a single patient ended up on a ventilator. And to the best of my recollection, every patient wanted to get back to their normal routine within about one week of treatment. Is there a treatment for COVID? Absolutely there is. The earlier the treatment, the better. But don't let your government deprive you of your health. You must become aware of it. And those of you who are aware of it need to spread the news. We're talking about a Second Amendment scenario that seems to be in progress. It seems to be fomenting like the big storm clouds forming before a crashing thunder breaks out with lightning, with downpours. We are facing a storm whether we like it or not. Well, I've talked about all the things that our beloved government has been taking from us in the name of the pandemic response and in the name of controlling you and I. We have been taxed to death. We have faced lockdowns. We've been deprived of the education for our children. We have been forced to cover our faces and hide our own identity. And now, we are being encouraged, urged, strongly bribed with lotteries to take a vaccine that is not, by strict definition, a vaccine. It is an experimentation. You are the experiment. Do you really think that they care about your health? I don't. They are restricting your movement to travel, to go places to gather, they are censoring you, they are preventing you from hearing truth because of that censorship. Your vote likely did not count in the last presidential election and perhaps in many other elections due to voter fraud. Your churches have been closed and some of you have not been together with your fellow Christians for months or over a year because they tell you you cannot worship. Your health care has been compromised. How much further is this going to go? What else can they take from us? Is there anything else that they have not taken? Well, yes, there is. And you'd better think very strongly about this one. There's a few things that they haven't taken yet. You who own private property, you still own it now. Do you know that I don't own some of my private property because of the pandemic response? Do you know that I have been forced to sell my medical clinic that was thriving, that was doing much, much good in a very struggling world? I treated patients for addiction and pain medicine, as well as full spectrum family care. All of a sudden, those patients were denied care when I was shut down by my government. I was forced to sell a beach house that I had and was hoping to enjoy someday, perhaps in retirement, a place that I went to recuperate from 15-hour days in medicine. 
they took that property from me too, because I had to use it to survive. I am still using it to survive. What else will they take from us? Oh, yes, they could take our private property. They could deprive us of going into those food stores or having food delivered to us or curbside pickups for food. And when they do that, what would you do to submit? After all, you do have to eat. They could take our money with a cashless system because if it's cashless, they have full control of it. They have full control of the internet. They could actually take our lives completely. Are you still willing to submit to that? Are you willing to give up our pursuit of happiness? Remember that happiness is actually a product of freedom. And freedom is a product of the number of choices that you are able to make yourself. When you are allowed no choices, you are no longer free. You are a slave. And there goes happiness. Oh, that's right. There is one other thing that they could take, and this is a big one because it will make all the difference in the world, and I mean that literally in the world, our guns. Our guns is the one factor that still restrains our current rogue government from acting fully in the way that they absolutely would if they are given the opportunity. You see, if they take our guns, then the asking of us to comply stops cold turkey. The guidance ends completely. If they take our guns, then coercion begins. They will force you to comply. Oppression will suddenly overnight become a way of life. Now, am I just speculating on this? No, I am not. Look at what has happened in other countries that have surrendered their weapons. Listen to what those people in Australia, say, the Europeans, the Cambodians, other people who have had their guns taken from them, they all lost their freedom. Yes, our rogue government faction, the so-called Democrats, want to take your guns because they know that they must take our guns because if they don't, then there will always be a threat of recourse and therefore they can never quite fully control us, even if they control us economically. Yes, our founding, our founding fathers knew that this was a fact, and for this very reason, they gave us the Second Amendment as a gift that might come in real handy at some time in the future because of political parties. America cannot otherwise be truly conquered unless we surrender our arms. If we lay down our weapons and give them to the government, then America is over. Those who wish to oppress, oppress us in government, whoever they may be, know that we, the armed citizens in the United States, are a threat to their lives. 
And that is the only thing that holds them back. But is a Second Amendment armed militia surge even possible in modern times? Consider the scenario. First of all, look at the obstacles. How would we actually go about having a Second Amendment uh, surge in place? I don't want to call it an insurrection. It is a defending of our Constitution. But how would it actually unfold? Look at the obstacles. We have in America an enormous amount of land and a huge population. How would we get them organized? And look at that population that we now have in America. It is filled with people of complacency. We have the baby boomers who are aging. We have, as never before, a misinformed public that has been completely duped because of censorship, because of the mainstream media that propagandizes you to death and, and hides the truth from you. How do we reach the population under these circumstances? The enemy also is now embedded within our borders. We have people from South America. We have people from the Middle East. We have people from enemy territories all over the world that are now in America because of an unprotected southern border and to some extent an unprotected northern border. And the southern border problem has become much, much worse under our so-called President Biden. This creates a big obstacle. We also have a liberal high-tech society that now controls our social media. And if the president of the United States is having difficulty getting his message out, what do you think the rest of us would experience with the high-tech society controlling social media? Furthermore, we have a brainwashed youth that has been indoctrinated over the past 30 years into a utopia myth of socialism. The younger generation, at least the majority of them, think that socialism is a great idea. They think that they are going to get everything free. And therefore, why would they want to fight socialism and fight for a free republic? Consider also the fact that mental illness is at a peak. And it's going to get a whole lot worse, by the way, because when you are threatened with the loss of your freedom, when you are pressured into doing things against your wishes, when your life has been destroyed, you will seek respite from that. You will seek relief. And that seeking comes in the forms of alcohol, drugs, all other unhealthy options because you just want to escape. And that is exactly why suicide is also at an all-time high in America. Mental illness is at a peak, but also poor physical fitness is at a peak. Have you tried to go to a local gym recently? Are you wearing a mask and trying to exercise? You know what? A lot of people are saying it's just not worth it. And it's not. And if you are in poor physical health, how are you going to partake of an army 
to fight against a rogue government? What's the chances of it happening? It's a serious obstacle. What of our existing military and police forces? Where are they going to side? Because right now, the United States Army is advertising uh, the uh, LGBT agenda, saying, hey, we'll take you. Just come on into the army. It doesn't matter who you are, what you believe. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation. Come on in. Everything's okay with us. This is our future military. Where will they side? And who would be the leader in our battle? And how would we organize and stay organized? Where would be the headquarters? These are some tough questions. The logistics of overcoming uh, these obstacles for a Second Amendment surge are very, very overwhelming. They are highly overwhelming. Could we actually overcome the obstacles? A lot of people say, I don't know. A lot of people think, no, we couldn't. Well, let me tell you this. When there is a will, there is a way. Now, I guarantee you that a Second Amendment surge would be nothing, perhaps, what George Washington had envisioned, but he got the idea right, absolutely. Yes, a Second Amendment surge in our modern times would be a new kind of warfare. The Second Amendment would be fought very differently than what George Washington envisioned. However, just think that every successful military ploy rises to the challenge in the same way. There are actually three essential ingredients to military success. And the first principle is that you must know your enemy. You must know its strengths, you must know its weaknesses, and you must know its leaders. Secondly, you must have the technology, the means to destroy the enemy. And thirdly, you must have the will to destroy the enemy. That is the key to victory. And throughout history, when freedom was the issue, the will has never been stronger. It is the those who hunger for righteousness and for freedom who become the strongest warriors. Could the Second Amendment still be implemented now in our more modern world? I would say most definitely, without any doubt. Look at the Taliban forces. They were an enemy that were hidden out and they operated in very distinct ways. And we got them. I could elaborate on how this would actually take place, but um, I don't think I will. For one thing, I don't pretend to be a great military strategist. I'm retired Air Force. I have some experience. I have some knowledge. I have my own indoctrination in the military, namely that flexibility is the key to air superiority, except that they've now added space. And I would add further, uh, flexibility is the key to radio wave superiority. The enemy, we know who the enemy is. They are the billionaire elites, the government officials, the mad scientists, the corrupt players who are trying to take away our freedom. They're all visible. They can all be traced, every last one of them, rooted out, found, 
And just like Osama bin Laden, they can be destroyed. Don't doubt that for a second. You see, true patriots will always, always rise to the challenge. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Your United States government is now in the very act of taking these from you. And despite this fact, millions of people go quietly about their restricted business. They comply. They silently acquiesce. They say, well, times are changing. You have to go with the flow, I guess. Yes, I've actually heard these comments. And I would agree. If you really do enjoy slavery and imprisonment, then go ahead. Just keep doing nothing like so many people are. Go with the flow, and you'll soon be granted your slavery wish. Remember that in the 1930s, they went down this road, and we are revisiting that same path in America as I speak. We are already on the same path, but... Some of us say the same words. I refuse. I am a patriot. I am a Christian. I believe in a higher path, a higher way of life. I believe in the brotherhood of all mankind. How long before they take your property, your food, your freedom to act, to choose? What new atrocities can you think of? You have to think like an evil one, but I'm sure you could think of a lot worse things that could happen. And what is the likelihood that they will happen? There is no doubt that the pandemic agenda is playing out in all its sordid detail. The ideas of the Great Reset are actually approaching the zone of possibility. There is a global scheme to control everyone, and that scheme has been in the planning stages for many years, going back to the early Bush dynasty and even before that, and now it is actually being carried out. What do you think? Take a look around you. Just stop and think for a few minutes. Are things going to get better? Or are they going to get worse? Do we have a Second Amendment scenario developing? Are you one of the people just sitting there and just hoping that things will eventually go back to normal, whatever that means? Are you just bracing for the crash because America is on a crash course? Or will you join the fight? To me, that's a decision of choosing to be a loser or a winner. Yes, ultimately, the battle is spiritual, but it most certainly is going to be fought in the flesh. We who know better, we who understand real science, we who understand the makings of America, what actually made America great, 
have a very strong obligation. We have the duty to awaken those who sleep, to resurrect the dead, and to shine light in the darkness. And that light most certainly comes from God. It comes from the Bible. Remember, the Bible is our one and only source of unity, our only hope for the preservation of any truly free society anywhere on the globe. This is Unity Without Compromise with Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Radio. My goal is simply to educate you on what is truly essential to perpetuate the God-given freedoms that we have enjoyed in America. It was with that in mind that I wrote my book, Unity Without Compromise, A Biblical Basis for Christian Union. I hope you might look that up in the uh, America Out Loud bookstore. You can also find it on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble, and even on eBay. I would challenge you to read it because you will be challenged as never before. We must remember that the best patriot is the Christian patriot because he knows that freedom comes from God alone. The best Christian is he who knows the word of God and strives to interpret it correctly and to live by it. I do pray that America will live in peace and prosperity. I pray that we as Americans will continue to lead a very dark world into the light. I hope you will devote your life to that cause, to make the world a better place today and every day. That's my goal. Next week, I will take up another very controversial topic. Is God pro-Second Amendment? I hope you'll join me. Until then, adieu.